Winning Edge Investments uh, after such a successful time on RSN Central last year and he's back for the spring this year and what a time to start as well with the Group 1 Memsey Stakes tomorrow. Uh, Good morning and thanks for your time again, Dean. Really looking forward to the next couple of months as you join us every Friday. Good morning, Matt. Yeah, looking forward to it. It's uh, after a long and wet winter, it's great to be heading into the spring now. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Your phone was just breaking up a little bit there, so I might get you to do a little dance on the spot or, um, you know, one metre to the left, two metres to the right, something like that. Uh, and hopefully we can get it nice and clear because I really am intrigued to know what you think of this Memsey Stakes. And uh, to my untrained eye, it's looking like one of the deeper group ones you'll see at this time of the year. And um, we just mentioned our $100 plays with the two units and we, we all mentioned different horses and we all had about three horses each. So... Who do you think can win the Memsey Stakes tomorrow? Yeah, look, it's a good field, field of 14. Eight, eight of them Group 1 winners, two Group 1 placed, and, and yet, you know, the favourites and an unbeaten horse who's only had three starts, the best enlisted grade. So it's, a, it's only an interesting field. Um, in the past, uh, Geldings have sort of won the last seven editions of the race. Um, the last five winners have come off a 14-day break, but most of the runners this year are, uh, are first up. Um, and usually you want something that's sort of settling in the first few and running. Uh, but this year we've got Snap Down, so he's going to set a, a really quick tempo. Um, and I like to call sign Mav and Tafani, Western Empire, they reckon Lightsaber should sort of settle handy enough. Um, there's a couple that have sort of landed on. I think, uh, Cascadian just looks like he's absolutely flying. He's a, he's a multiple group one winner of the Doncaster in all age. He trolled really nicely at Warwick Farm on August 5 and he hit the line better than Animo, who won the, the Winks last week. Uh, so I think, you know, with, with Snap Dancer and a couple of others engaged and enough speed up front, uh, Cascadian looks like he's, he's travelling well enough to, to win this race. Um, like you said, it's, it's quite a tricky race outside of there and, and, and you've sort of got $7 a field and, and probably about 527 and $9. There's not a whole lot of value in, in, in betting to win, but the other runner I actually was really interested in was, was a stayer called Zay Rex, who, who trolled very nicely behind the speed. Uh, the speedy best of Bordeaux at Rose Hill on 12th of August. Um, he ran plus four for the last 600 metres. He was the fifth quickest of all the trialers on the day. Um, and, and best of Bordeaux, I'm expecting to, to win the San Domenico in, in, in Sydney. Um, and, and he just looked really, really well, Zayrak. Um, I know this is obviously short of his best distance, but I thought the wet track's going to bring him into contention uh, more than it helps some of the others. And I thought for a horse, he's sort of $81 and $17 a place. Yeah, um, I actually quite like him as the best in, in the race. Eighty-one dollars the win, Zayrak. You're giving a winning hope to tomorrow. The Hawks camp sending him around first up in this Group One over the fourteen hundred metres. That would be some upset if Zayrak could get over the top of them in the Memsey Stakes from Barrier Number Eight. Where do you expect Damien Thornton to posse him up? Uh, I think he'll he'll uh, um, be you know a fair way, worse worse than sort of. Uh, Oh, well, probably just before midfield. Actually, he's, mm. he's he's got a bit of early toe. Um, he's, he's that sort of six in the in the trial, and he was really tracking them up in the um, in the trial behind Best of Bordeaux, um, you know, under a hold uh, and getting right into the race. Um, so, you know, on my map, he's sort of got Snap Dancer in front, and of course, mm. I map Tafani and Western Empire as the others that sort of like to be on speed. But I, I think Zayrek can actually be not too far back, potentially fifth or sixth, one off the fence. Um, and within striking distance, and if he is, and if he trucks up as well as he did in the trial, 
Um, then he's absolutely going to figure out the finish. All right, Zayrak at a huge price. Dean Evans from Winning Edge Investments is with me here on RSN Central, and we're having a look at the, the Memsey Stakes tomorrow at Caulfield. Dan, you're giving winning chances to Cascadian. Zayrak at a massive price. Uh, are there any other gallopers you're interested in playing tomorrow there in, in the Group 1 feature? They're probably the two I'm, I'm keenest to back. Um, I'm respecting uh, the mayor's, you know, Tafani, the multiple Group 1 winning mayor, who, who maps pretty well um, on pace. And, you know, she won the Sea of Four first up last prep. Uh, you know, Snap Dancer won the Group 1, Robert Sanster, and then was second with Tatiara. Then, you know, I think uh, she'll lead. And, um, you know, depending on how the track's playing, if it is helping the horses up front, then she's certainly going to give them something to chase. Like I said, it's just one of those races where you've got, you know, the likes of Tafane and Snap Dancer and Western Empire and Galatian all sort of around that six, $7 mark, and, mm. and you can't back them all, and they all rate pretty similarly. So for me, being an early sort of uh, an early... Group 1, 1,400, I'm keen on the runners that I've seen that I know are going well. And, and, and from the trials, Cascadian and Zayrek are the two that have just trialled really exceptionally well. And so I think they'll, they'll give you a good run for your money. OK, that's the Memsey Stakes tomorrow at Caulfield. The Heatherly Stakes is the final race on the program. And there's quite a few returning stayers here. Jimmy the Bear is the $4.80 current favourite with Patrick Payne shooting for three wins on the bounce. Who do you like in the final race at Caulfield tomorrow, Dean? Yeah, I think this has always been a good um, a good betting race for me uh, because it's sort of you've got all these stars resuming. Uh, in the last seven years, it's been won by um, won by a fit horse who's at least had one run in the prep, often multiple runs in the prep, uh, and, and virtually always the horses who sort of lead or are very close to the speed perform well here. So, like I said, it's a race that's full of the stars. Most of these are, are resuming their campaigns for a sort of Caulfield Cup, Melbourne Cup type prep, um, and so quite often the winner can be found on, on those fit horses that are on pace. In fact, the last couple of years, we've backed uh, um, no effort. He won at $21 last year and, and um, in good health. He won at $71 a year before, just mm-hmm. on that sort of premise. So we've got no effort in here again, not $21 this year, down to sort of $7. But um, I think, uh, you know, she'll be doing the same as she did last year, popping up in front and, um, you know, it's going to prove very hard to run down. But there's, there's a couple of other sort of runners at, at big odds and, and, and they're the kind of runners that often win this race. Desert Icon for the, the Wallace Stable. Uh, it's a good sort of, you know, mile to 2,000 metre horse who, who likes to lead. Uh, bolted in uh, Caulfield last prep over 1,800 by, by sort of three lengths and then ran second uh, in the listed Mornington Cup prelude last prep. He's had one run so far this, this prep and I think over 1,700. Um, you know, it's going to be able to sit up on the speed um, and it's you know sort of a seventeen dollar mark. Uh, even a horse like Barbie's Fox, who was really impressive and ran a very strong rating, turning his form around for the for, the, for new trainer Hayes. Um, last out at Corfield over a mile uh, and won impressively. And again, it's just a, a fit mare um, who who can sit all reasonably close and it's sort of thirty four dollars. So. Um, We might have just lost Dean Evans there, I reckon. He has might have just cut out on us, so uh, we'll look to get him back in a moment. He's currently having a look at the Heatherly Stakes, uh, which is a final race at Caulfield, and he's certainly keen on no efforts chances, who has been well supported there from Barrier 4 for Gavin Bedgegood and Bo Mertens into $6.50 currently, and also keen on the Chris Waller runner, Desert Icon at a big quote as well at $17.00. Uh, we're just trying to get Dean Evans back on the line. Might have tapped mute or something on his phone as he was talking because it didn't really sound like he dropped out, but it sounded like he was just cut off. I think we've got him back, Dean. Yeah, sorry about that, mate. 
That's all right. Um, yeah, I just got <laughs> I just had someone calling me at the same time. No, no, all good. Just continue on um, with uh, how you're previewing the Heatherly, mate. So you're keen on no effort, desert icon. Yeah, and Barbie's Fox at sort of thirty four dollars, mm-hmm. I think, are three that um you can back with uh with good confidence in the race where like I said, the last sort of seven years it's been it's been those pit horses that are sort of sitting on the pace. Uh you know, Jimmy the Jimmy the Bear's the other one who uh, is in very good form has won uh, you know, four of its last five. Um and also likes to sort of sit on pace but I think they are the sort of runners uh, that are worth backing. I think you know the likes of Spanish Mission and Delphi and uh, Luna Flare and uh, Misery who are in the market or sort of single figure type odds. Now, they're all those sort of stayers resuming that are going to you know potentially get back um, and find it hard to to win a race like this. And so I just think focusing on those uh, those fit horses who are who are running well um, is a good good method of uh, finding the winner at this race, which often pops up at big odds. Okay, so that's how we're playing the Heatherly Stakes at Caulfield tomorrow. In Sydney, there's a couple of Group 3s for the three-year-olds, and one of those races is the San Domenico Stakes, which sees the return of the Golden Slipper runner-up, Best of Bordeaux. How do you see this contest over the 1,100 metres at Rose Hill? Yeah, look, I think this is sort of the, the special of the day for Saturday. Uh, Best of Bordeaux is just so impressive as a, as a two-year-old on the... Canonbury Group 3 by four lengths and won the, the Group 2 uh, Silver Slipper and then obviously ran second in the Golden Slipper after leading, which is uh, a pretty tough ass to do in a Golden Slipper. So she's come back, um, he's come back, sorry, very, very well. It was really impressive in its uh, trial when it, when it beat Zay Rackett, Rose Hill over 1,000 metres um, and he really sort of let it go around, around plus three for the last 400 metres and just looked to be absolutely cruising. Cool more bought into this colt. Um, they've got James McDonald riding it, and um, I can just see them leading, and uh, I just don't think they're going to get anywhere near him on ratings. So best of Bordeaux is your best anywhere tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think he's going to be very difficult to beat. All right, looking forward to that. That's the San Domenico Stakes in Sydney. Uh, Dean, we appreciate your time here on RSN Central. Good luck. If you can get Zarek home there in the Memsey Stakes, I will personally walk down to Bernard Saundry's office and demand a statue built out the front of the RSN 927 Towers. Good luck. <laughs> Thanks, mate. And, uh, and as always, for the RSN listeners, we've got a, a special promo code of 50% discount. Just put RSN um, in when they make a purchase at winningedgeinvestments.com and they'll get a, a 50% uh, ongoing discount. Superb work, mate. Good luck over the weekend. Thanks, Matt.